This is the Mercy Talk podcast. Mercy Talk is brought to you by Mercy Multiplied. We exist to encourage, equip, and empower both men and women with the same biblically-based principles we've seen work for over 35 years in our residential homes. If you want to find out more, head on over to mercymultiplied.com. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Mercy Talk. I'm Melanie Wise. Joined here by the lovely Brooke Keels, Rachel Thomas. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Great. Uh, so we are, y'all, we're at the beginning of another month, going into May. I don't know about y'all, but the other night, my husband and I looked at each other and I was like, it's the end of April. Like, Finally. we just did a whole month of quarantining. <laughs> we just did this, you know. It's crazy. It's crazy. And we also laugh a lot when we look back on January and February when we were all so naive and happy. <laughs> had no idea oh. what was coming. Um, I, I think it's safe to say like life looks a little different today than it did a few months ago. But um, I just kind of keep standing in the uh, truth that, you know, Jesus Christ, same today, yesterday, and forever. <laughs> so right. while everything else has changed, there's one thing that has not. And um, I don't know about y'all, but that gives me a lot of peace in moments mm-hmm. where I'm losing my mind, which happens mm-hmm. a lot more frequently now than I used to. So I'm actually really glad we're doing this uh, episode today mm-hmm. um, because I I don't know. I just mm-hmm. literally, even this morning, <laughs> I told I told Pete, I'm, uh, I'm going to reference all the stuff I say to my husband now because he's the only person I talk to. Uh, but I was just like, I have never <laughs> been more aware of my constant need for mm-hmm. the Lord. And I am really thankful that he doesn't get tired because I think me alone and my needs could wear a person out. I'm like, I, no one could handle the dependency that I have right now except for the Lord. Jesus. And the fact that he not only can handle it and he doesn't get tired or annoyed, but he actually invites it and desires it and receives it. I'm just mm-hmm. like, thank you, Jesus. I've never been more thankful for that. So anyway, that's my side devotional for the morning. Amen. Um <laughs> With all that being said, um, I am really excited about kind of where we're headed this month. Um, May, the month of May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And obviously it would be kind of crazy for us um, to not take time to talk about that subject because it's one that we obviously deal with um, on a daily basis at Mercy, specifically in our residential homes. Um, And so kind of the way we wanted to kick off this conversation this month was just to talk about the vital role that our spiritual lives actually play in our mental health. And I know that's like, well, yeah, no duh, but like, let's actually unpack that and what that means for, for all of us. Um, so I'm excited about it. No, I think it's good. (laughs) I'm actually just kind of processing, um, what you were saying a little bit too, because you know, it's funny. I feel like all of us have come to a place where, and I'm saying this in jest. So I know some people, you know, dealing with some heavy loss and those Mm -hmm. things. So like, I'm not, I don't want to, you know, um, diminish any of that but like it is kind of interesting how I feel like in this season people are starting to see like whatever their inner child issue mm-hmm. is like who's like pitching fits who's like no I don't need anybody like yes. <laughs> kind of like whatever your kind of inner thing is and yes. I think that's, it's actually really fascinating in some ways because it kind of lets you know like where does your tendency like where do you need to mature you know yeah. 
um, which is really fun to think about <laughs> all the ways you're not great. I know, it's good. Uh, it's like the Enneagram stress direction like everyone's just living in that right now i'm like yes. oh this is what it means for me to be a four yeah i'm just living in four land right now you know yeah. like whatever it's just you're right i think you're right yeah and i don't know i feel I, they say eights go to something else in stress but i think eights just go harder eight Stress. <laughs> um, and so that's what I've been doing. Uh, so every, everyone around me is oh, very, really very happy. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, there is an Amazon package coming to my house every day. It's fine. <laughs> it's not a problem. Um, anyway, <laughs> but uh, I am excited that um, we are doing this truly because I think it's important. And I've shared this before on podcasts, but you know, the thing about what mercy does is so unique. And I'm not saying that, you know, other people like, and we've talked about this, like Christian counseling versus counseling and all, you know, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, like what mercy does is provides the highest clinical care in counseling, mm -hmm. like mental health in the mental health realm with all Jesus all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and that like, you cannot address one without the other, you know, truly like you need, both. Now, I mean, I know some people are, and we've done this, you know, I think we've all done freedom prayer, right? There are times mm -hmm. when you're like, I'm not okay. And you go and deal with some stuff with the Lord. And that's, that is exactly what needs to happen. And kind of what I share at Mercy is like the mental health piece is how do we help you get stable enough that you can have a healthy relationship with the Lord, mm. right? So, but if I'm getting into a place or if I'm working with somebody that's like, I'm crippled with anxiety, renewing my mind, like, what does that even mean? I can't Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. So that's where we're going to go. Okay, we need to get you, let's, you know, and we don't take the Lord out of it, but we've got to, let's, let's process some traumas. Let's dig into there and do those things so that you are even healthy and stable enough to have a relationship with the Lord, because that's what mm -hmm. happens when we get so overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. You just can't even see, you know, I was talking to, uh, well, you're right. I'm talking, I, I do talk to a lot of people, Melanie, not just you know, my husband, but Scott's been here a lot lately. Um, <laughs> so, it's been horses a lot lately. They are actually very good. Listeners. Um, and so, but I was just telling him, I was like, it just feels like we're in, like underwater in a dream. And you're just like, are we going to wake up and be like, none of this really happened? Yeah. And what that, what I realized is, okay, so I'm still kind of grieving mm -hmm. some of this stuff, you know? And so if you think about those of us who, you know, are a little bit further along in our mental health journey and doing pretty well, like number one, no one is above beyond reproach, right? Like the, like it's going to hit and that's, and so we have to have the tools to then effectively keep it from mm -hmm. spiraling. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you've never had that, then you've, you've got to, you've got to learn those tools and process along the way. And the Lord is who's going to heal in that process too. Mm -hmm. Like, you yeah. know, in my opinion, you just can't take him out of it. Yeah. Now I've worked with that's a lot good. of people that, you know, that, you know, prior to working at Mercy who, <clears throat> you know, got somewhere without the spiritual piece, they did. Like mm -hmm. you can learn the behaviors, but the freedom, yes. yeah, the freedom doesn't come without the Lord. So yeah, that's, a that's good. so good. Yeah. And I love your phrase. I mean, when I think about what mercy does, especially from a counseling standpoint, your phrase that you use all Jesus all the time is like, I literally, it's like coined <laughs> in my head. It's imprinted there. And so, you know, I know a lot of people may feel, um, Okay, like you can only have, you know, they, they fall into one of two camps. It's like just Jesus and just prayer and just resources at the church. And if you go anywhere outside of that, like 
you are not turning to the Lord for what you need. Or like right. you said, they go, you know, towards just the behaviors and the scientific route. But I would love to know, honestly, just from you, like personally, I mean, you've, you've gone to school for the things like, you know, you've done, you put in the time. And so, you yeah. know, you like yeah. how I am using technical words, like things. <laughs> no, no, it's good. <laughs> you studied the things. The thing. Yeah, the I did. Thing. I went to school for stuff. Exactly. <laughs> you put in the time. Uh, yeah. So I just, I would love to know from you, like in your experience, has that ever been hard for you to hold? Maybe even speaking to somebody who has come from one of the other extremes. Like, sure. I mean, I've been in church and I've been told, like, if I go see, if I go to like a professional counselor that right. I'm not, you know, I'm moving outside the will of the Lord. Or if. Right, I, right, right. So for you personally, have, have, has that been a hard tension to hold or? Not really. I mean, not for me personally, but I'll say this though, but I've, I've wrestled with it. Does that make sense? Like you have to, you have to wrestle with it. I mean, look, the, I mean, national Alliance on mental illness. Like, I mean, there are so many articles about spirituality and counseling for a Mm. long time. It was like, you don't mix the two. Now everybody's like mix the two, but it doesn't matter what spirituality Whatever it is, do, you know, Mm -hmm. so now we can't, you know, you're ethically kind of required to incorporate that into your practice. So I'm talking about counseling on the other side, right? Not, not the, not, you know, Bible based only, if you will. Um, But, you know, I think, yes, I have, I've had the privilege of being able to teach. I've Mm -hmm. had the privilege of being able to train. And so, yes, I've seen both sides. Like I've seen people who were like, how could I ever incorporate spirituality like, mm-hmm. because it says do X, Y, and Z, you know, and then the other is how can I ever incorporate these other things because they are seemingly against one another. Mm-hmm. And the truth is they're in no way against one another. And when we sit down and really talk it through, it actually is not hard for people to get there. Mm-hmm. Unless you've got some kind of your own issue with it, right? At the end of the day, guys, God's really smart. Yeah. And there are a lot of incredible techniques that most people pull from his word, right? We want to talk about cognitive behavioral guys. It's renewing the mind. Like we could get into like all of these yeah. things. Also, you know, EMDR is a great um, thing to do for trauma, but it doesn't separate inviting mm-hmm. the Lord into that and, and, and healing it. Right. That's mm-hmm. not healing. Um, the other thing about counseling that I think is so incredible is it's an art and a science in and of itself. So we learn all the science behind it, but then the art of the whole person, even if you were completely no faith at all, right? We understand this mind, spirit, body connection, right? And so it's, it's actually not that difficult of a job, but you really have to sit down and sort through a person's own qualms about it. Like, what are your own issues? Like, why is that difficult? But I mean, I'll tell you when I came in and had the opportunity to to start at this position at Mercy. I mean, our counselors were already doing an incredible job, but you know, sometimes you feel like you're like, how do I incorporate this, that, or the other? And it's like, that's just a theory in a way of looking at an interaction. Mm. That does not negate anything that the Lord says, you know, or if somebody comes in and they go, okay, well, they're diagnosed with bipolar. We don't live by that label. And there are a lot of counselors who don't either, right? All that tells us is there were a set of behaviors that led to this diagnosis. Now we need to talk about what's going on, right? Now we all struggle with different things and based off our trauma history or, you know, our history in general, but all it does is give us, okay, those are, that's a set of labels for us to then dig in and go, how did that happen? What's going on there? 
and it just doesn't matter. You can be labeled whatever you want. How is this affecting your life? Where are you not free? Mm -hmm. What are the things the Lord's calling you to do? And how do we understand healthy relationships and healthy relationships with the Lord? You know, know that's 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 really, it's so good. It's just, it's so, I, I remember Brooke, when you started, you know, working at Mercy and we were having conversations about that. And I was like, okay, here's someone who's got all the education of all the stuff and that also understands and, and, and truly incorporates and believes in the power of Jesus, the power of the word and has brought these two worlds together and can speak really well to both. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you say that is like, I know for me, it's given me a lot of like just confidence and peace in what we do and how we help people at mercy and what we are teaching mm-hmm. because it's, legitimized? I don't know. That's not a word. I don't know. Yeah, no, it is. You know what I'm trying to say. And, um, and I think that just, it, it makes so much sense when you break it down that way. And, um, I just love that they can and should be used in conjunction with one another because they're actually not separate. Yeah. Like man has not created anything that God has gone like, Oh, that's (laughs) such a great idea. Why did I think of that? You know? So yeah. But I also think like, you know, this whole idea of mental health has really blown into a big thing and it's used to describe a lot of things right now. I know Brooke, sometimes you even get, I think, annoyed by like, (laughs) you know, like it can just be kind of put on anything right now. These days, it's just a hot topic and everybody's like, well, I got mental health issues, you know, and I think there's, there's something important about acknowledging that, you know, it, the term as it's used today encompasses a lot. And, you know, you can, one of the things we talked about in a podcast a few weeks ago on, we were talking about anxiety and like, there's a difference between ex- experiencing situational anxiety over something like we're talking about with this pandemic. That doesn't mean that if you experience anxiety, you have an anxiety disorder. Those are two very right. different things. Yeah. Um, and, you know, which was actually really good news for me because there's been moments where I'm like, oh no, <laughs> oh no this, this I, don't is like, it. I don't like the road I'm going down here you know like or the yeah. fact that like today I feel depressed doesn't mean that I am now suffering from depression as a like right. diagnosable yeah. situation that I'm in you know so it's like I think those are very important things to distinguish but no matter what I think what we're trying to say here, um, that there are a lot of different stories and factors and situations involved, but the spiritual part of this conversation is so, so important. And it affects us, whether it's just, we're experiencing something one day, or we really have been, like you said, like diagnosed bipolar or diagnosed with something that um, might be considered more severe and may need to be addressed differently. But at the end of the day, we're all human beings, like you said, with a mind, a body, and a spirit. And I mean, even when you look at the way Jesus addressed people, I mean, he addressed us as holistic people. And and in scripture, when we're told like, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength, God sees us in that way. He addresses us in that way. And that's exactly what we're trying to say with this. And, um, you know, I mean, one of the things that we are so passionate about that I do think really ties a lot into mental health is that you just mentioned it, like renewing the mind mm. is so vitally important. And it's not something that like a, a really smart person figured out one day and called it cognitive behavior therapy, right? CBT. Yeah. 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 Is that right? Behavior. Anyway, 
clearly yeah. I did not, I did not go to school for all the stuff, but uh-huh. you know, like it's not an idea that someone came up with. It's actually like in scripture yeah. it talks about the actual process of renewing your mind. Mm-hmm. And you know, for us, that's a, that's a huge, that's one of our main pillars. That's one of our keys to freedom, you know, that we talk about. Um, and that we're passionate about with our girls in our residential program who are struggling with some of the, you know, most severe things that you could hear about all the way to every single last one of us. Renewing the mind has been vitally important for me and my own mental health during this season specifically. Um, But, you know, we talk about the relationship between the things that we experience. I mean, we talk about the tree. That's our, that's our big analogy that we always use of like, there are things that we struggle with that maybe are diagnosable, like you said, and Brooke, correct me if I'm wrong in my thinking here, but like what you're saying is when it comes to the things that people can be diagnosed with, those are like, that's what we're seeing. That's what's presenting itself. Those are branches on a tree. Those are the outside, there's stuff underneath it. So that can go from bipolar disorder to my insecurity issues. Like it's all branches. It's all up here. Um, and it's being fed by a belief system that's saying like, I believe this, I believe this, I believe this, but that belief system did grow from something. It grew from circumstances that we've experienced that we've walked through in our lives that, yeah, that grew these roots, but then it started to inform the things that we think about ourselves, about the Lord, about the world around us. And it's that thing that we, if we can address that, that's the connection to some of the like junk we've walked through in our lives to the issues is there's a belief system in between those. And so renewing the mind is what starts breaking down a faulty belief system. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's important for us all, no matter what we might be dealing with, um, to, to really question that, like, what, what is, what is my belief system? Like, what are the thoughts that go around in my head about me, about the Lord, about this world, about everything around us? And how do I need to start addressing those things? Yeah. Hey guys, Rachel here. We're going to get back into some more practical tools in just a second, but for a minute, I wanted to remind you that if you know of somebody who needs to hear this message of hope and peace found only in Jesus, you can share it with them, whether on Facebook, Instagram, through text message, however it works best for you. Social distancing does not have to disconnect us. We'd also love to hear from you in the coming weeks. So if you have specific questions or topics you'd like to hear us cover during this COVID-19 crisis, we're going to stay fluid and flexible and break away from our normally scheduled series. So send us a message at mercytalk at mercymultiplied.com. And finally, I'm sure you already know, but Mercy Talk is a donor-funded podcast. So if you're able to give in this turbulent time, you can do so by going online at mercymultiplied.com. This not only helps us to continue sharing free content and resources like this, but helps us to share the message of hope and healing found only in Jesus Christ with those in our residential counseling program. Mental illness is a thing, okay? We're not saying that someone does not struggle with X, Y, and Z at a deep level, okay? I've worked with, you know, for two years with people um, diagnosed with schizophrenia, all right? Mm -hmm. That's a thing that exists in the world. However we got there, whatever reason. Mm -hmm. But if you want to talk about the people who were able to be successful with that diagnosis, one, it was absolutely medication help, okay? Mm -hmm. That's true. But it was also the people who believed that they could get better, mm-hmm. that they were, were willing to participate in 
their treatment and they also had a support system, right? Mm -hmm. But when you're talking about, so, and I'm using an extreme with schizophrenia because you're talking about racing thoughts, things that don't make sense, hallucinations, delusions, like all the things, everything you could think of, like my mind has been taken over. Mm -hmm. And I watched people go, I don't have, I'm not a victim to this, if you will. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I do not believe that this will mean that I am on disability the rest of my life or I am on whatever. Now it took a lot of effort to get there and mm -hmm. it takes a support system. But with that, you know, we go, I mean, the Bible is very clear. It's Romans 12 too, right? Yeah. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way <clears throat> that you think. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, we do this in the keys to freedom study, right? It's, we cannot always control what thoughts walk in through the door of our minds, but we can choose which ones we allow to sit at our table. And I think that is incredibly important. Mm -hmm. The reason we can feel like we're a victim to that is because number one, we maybe don't believe our authority. Mm -hmm. Two, what we see a lot is, you know, we'll have, I've worked with a lot of people who are like, well, I tried, you know, that renewing the mind thing, or I tried, you know, this or, and it didn't work. And I'm like, how many times did you try it? Well, one time <laughs> yesterday. And you're like, yeah. okay, uh, you've been doing this for years. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like it is an effort. It is a discipline. And that's the piece that can hang us up is our participation in it. Mm -hmm. You have to partner with it. Yeah. Right. And I don't even, you don't necessarily even have to believe it, but you've got to start doing it. And even an action will shift to belief will shift to you know, yeah. freedom and behavior. And so, you know, that's, I'm saying all that to say, like, we can negate, like, if we go down this mental health road of like, we have no, you know, like you said, I'm feeling sad. And there are a lot of people that are feeling sad. that are like, I've never dealt with depression before, but I must be, I must have depression as mm -hmm. if it's something to hold within yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's a dangerous thought. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, this is something you're struggling with you know, and I'm not saying some people don't and people who have been diagnosed probably are like, wow, this is, is getting worse in the season. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. You're not worse. All mm -hmm. of these things are happening and it is causing, you know, you have to be more intentional with what you do. You've got to pay attention to what you're putting in your mind and who mm -hmm. the people you're, if you are able to spend time or talk or communicate, standing outside in the sun is really great. Mm -hmm. You know, like all of these mm -hmm. things that you have to participate in not um, letting it spiral, if that makes sense, yeah, or not yeah. allowing it to just take over. Like we have yeah. a place in that, even with yeah. the most severe cases, I have seen it and I know it to be true. Right. Yeah. And even for me, but I'm going to, you know, be very vulnerable if you will, in this moment, I have not dealt with those things at a personal level. Right. And I've, and I, so when I see people who have dealt with really hard things and they decide to take an active role and they find freedom in that. And I'm over here crying in the corner because my day wasn't so great. You know what? We all do it. Yeah. <laughs> we all do it. You know? Mm -hmm. And so yeah. it's, yeah. it's important though, not to have shame in that and to just remember like, that's the, the thing I, t I talk about that all the time. The enemy wants you to question God and then your authority and being able to do anything yeah. about it. Right. He wants you to question his character. It's okay to f figure out things with the Lord, but question God's character or make uh, change your belief system about God's character. But it's the same thing also though, like with mental health, I see over and over, there's nothing I can do. Mm -hmm. I'm, I, mm -hmm. this is it. I, I have depression. Therefore I will never be happy. Mm -hmm. Right. That therefore what comes after that mm -hmm. is so important to break down and shift. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. And I would just, man, encourage on top of that, if you're listening and it's, it's you or it's someone that you love that's in that boat, um, you know, I'm thinking, and I, I'm, I'll make sure that it's okay that I shared this. I'm sure it is, but cause he shares this publicly, but my, my husband had a older brother who was diagnosed schizophrenic. He ended up passing away, um, somewhat unrelated, but, um, it's only been since Pete has like been married to me and even been around mercy. Mm. It's killed him because he's like, we didn't think we had any right. choice. We didn't think right. that freedom was possible for him. He got diagnosed with a mental illness and there was never anything communicated to us mm. that he could be free, that he could receive some level of counseling and help yeah. that could actually, he could, he could come out on the other side of that. That was never communicated. Right. There was never any hope spoken to us. Mm-hmm. So we assumed he's a victim to this for the rest of his life. He thought right. that and we thought that. And so it, it's been so hard for him. I think learning since then, since his brother passed yeah. away, like learning that, whoa, there could have been an option. Yeah. So I just think it's important that in this conversation that we say that if that's you and that you find yourself in that boat, but you're like, I have no idea what to do, where to turn. Brooke, I don't know. Like I'm kind of going off script here from where we were heading, but Brooke, do you want to speak to like, what can they do? Can they just even reach out to us and we could try to help connect them with some resources? Like what, what would be the best next step if they're in that place? Absolutely. And I want to speak to, to what you said to that. I think it's so important because here's the, the medical community is, is, is a good thing but they are only good for what they know, okay? Mm-hmm. And so it, it's our job to to also to question things with them. And I say that, you're right, because schizophrenia is such a hard thing. It really mm-hmm. is. It is It is a devastating thing. Um, and, and, and I know, like, you know, he walking through that, like how much that's affected, you know, family. But you're right, like the medical community says these things, but then we, it's, you don't have to negate all of that to then go, but there is hope. Right. With it. Right. You are not, this is your terminal diagnosis, if you will. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it it doesn't, it doesn't matter. There are things that can be done and life may look a little bit different, but there can be freedom in it. And so, yeah, like on that, I think that's, what's important. Some people think, well, if I go and do the spiritual thing then I have to completely negate everything my doctors told me, that is not true. They can exist Mm -hmm. in the same space. Now, some Mm -hmm. things your doctors tell you, may not, right? We have young women who come to us all the time and their doctors will send us letters saying she will never not deal with this. Mm-hmm, they put mm-hmm. that in writing. And mm-hmm. almost all the, all of the time when those girls choose to come and 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 they want it, right? They yeah. come to Mercy and they go, I, I don't believe that. Or we help, you know, they walk out a different person not dealing with those mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. And so I see that all the time. That doesn't mean though we negate everything their doctor said. Right. That doesn't make them unwise in other areas, right? But you, it is that choice of what do we allow somebody to speak into me or my family or whatever. But yeah, I mean, with that being said, obviously, if they are within eligible for our program, so a young woman 13 to 32, sure. like give yeah. us a call, you know, yeah. we are here to help, um, you know, but if it's a higher scope of things like, you know, so schizophrenia is not something specifically, there's a lot of stability that has to occur for our program. Um, so I'm, I'm going back extreme, but if you're not within that scope or, you know, maybe dealing with some other things, um, or even locally, we have a really great list of resources mm-hmm. for people, um, referral sources, 
that we vet, that we work through. We're currently, you know, constantly doing them. I've lately, it's been amazing. I've been able to have so many zoom calls with so many facilities that believe in our mission and what we do and offer different services that we can refer to. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that, that, uh, so, you know, all of that to say like, huh? I just said, that's awesome. I love that you're doing that. It's so important. I mean, it is, that's exactly it. I mean, our job is to equip. Not everybody gets to come to our residential home, but our job is to equip. And so, and even for men, by the way, Mm -hmm. we gather resources for men. We have not forgotten about you, you know? And uh, so one day everyone will believe that. I think Melanie, but (laughs) as empower (laughs) continues and men continue to come. Yeah. Um, But yes, I mean, that's, you know, that is what, what we do. We want to resource and equip. Um, It's not just, well, this is just a residential, you know, or, or this is just outreach here. It is the whole thing. The vision of, of mercy um, is to equip. And so, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. It's so good. I love it. Yeah. I, w- I think I would just add to that something that you've encouraged me with Brooke and shared with us. Um, I know sharing the, the resources from Dr. Kurt Thompson and his book, The Soul of Shame, that has been such a game changer and the way I think about these things. Um, and even where it talks in keys, it's a freedom. And it, it says this, um, it's not simply the truth that sets you free, but it's the truth, you know, that sets you free. Okay. So what are you going to do with what you discover with what God says in his word about who you are? Um, and so Dr. Kurt Thompson has this phrase and he basically says, pay attention to what you're paying attention to. And that made such mm-hmm. a practical sense in a, like going, okay, so what breaking down my thought life, like what is consuming my time, my resources, my energies, like what are my thoughts continually coming back to and agreeing with without me even realizing it? So we're not saying here, like, you know, read, just read your Bible and don't seek any professional counseling. I mean, that's not, please, that's not what we're saying. But what we are saying is that you do play, you do play a role in this. You do play a part in, okay, you can be whole and free and, and live differently. Do you want do, do, you, do you believe that? Will you believe that? I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyways, that has been a game changer for me. So yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think, um, that again goes, it speaks to all of us. It connects with all of us, no matter where you are. Um, and so I, you know, we always, we always love to give a practical takeaway. So I think, you know, one of the things that I just, it's always shocking to me, like no matter how many times we have taught keys to freedom, no matter how many times I've edited things and written things and all that Mm -hmm. stuff about it, I am shocked at how regularly I realize I have to do it too. Yes. (laughs) I'm like, oh no, I have to do the thing that we teach all the time, you know? Um, But this one has been so big for me, specifically in this season. I would guess that I am not the only one who has been struggling with the things that are running through the mind right now in this season of time. And I know that when, when people listen to this, I don't know, people may listen to this two years from now and they may be like, what's coronavirus? And I, I don't know, but like, <laughs> no matter where you are, when you're listening to this, no matter what your life state is at this time, you know, um, I just encourage you to start really taking stock of like, what's the stuff that I find running through here? What are the thoughts that I've been letting sit down at the table that I need to like, first of all, actively kick out of my brain, but also like whenever you recognize an area or an area where the enemy has just really gotten in, I mean, it talks about him being the father of lies. Like that's what he does. He's a deceiver. He's a deceiver. He's a deceiver. That's what he does. And so what are the things that I've been letting sit down at the table in my mind 
that I really need to kick out? And then, and truly, what is the truth that I need to know? Like you just said, Rachel, like, what is the truth that I need to know right now that will set me free? Um, and, and how am I going to actively on a daily, daily basis? Like you said, Brooke, it's not one time. It's not like, oh, I've been thinking this. Here's the truth that sets me free. Oh, wait, I'm not free. Like, (laughs) you know, it was that easy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like what, what would life be? I know. And and you know what, just, this is a 30 second add on. I think even if the idea though of renewing your mind is overwhelming, I think then my suggestion would be to go back and just consider do you believe that you have a role to play and an authority in your that's life? Good. Yeah. And, and and figure that out first, because that's yeah. sometimes why the whole idea of renewing the mind is so overwhelming is because there's a root belief that I actually don't have authority mm-hmm. and I actually can't, like I'm, I yeah. can't participate. I don't, you know, I can't do anything about this. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just kind of, and, and I don't mean disrespectfully, like, but I'm just kind of a victim in this situation and there's mm-hmm. nothing to be done. Mm-hmm. And so I really if, if, encourage everybody to, go back there like if if you're finding it very difficult to even feel like I can't imagine a world yeah yeah that's good in fact I can't uh if you go to Mercy's website Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not gonna remember this perfectly but on our free resources page there is a I believe it's one of those you version devotionals that we did Mm -hmm. on authority in Christ um maybe Rachel will include that in the notes the show notes or the whatever gets posted. I don't know all the terms, but we'll make sure we put a link to that in there. Just if that's kind of a foreign thing and you're like, I don't know what you're talking about, about my authority. Um, you know, that could really be some helpful foundational teaching, but yeah, I think important to understand that at the root of all of it. Um, and then to start taking, you know, I mean, I just know that there have been lies that I've struggled with in my lifetime that are like kind of creeping their way back in in mm-hmm. this season of time. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, I'm going to need to recognize that that thought is coming back into my mind here. And I'm going to have to like, I mean, and the, as on a really, really practical level, what we would encourage people to do in Keys to Freedom is actually to start writing down. I do it on note cards um, because it's easy for me to carry around with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but like, there's something about- our freedom resources, right? What's that? Yes. The true statements and all that. We have We do. Those. We have on that free resources page, yeah. there's a document that you can download that's like, here's just some truth statements straight from the Word of God. I think it's important to know from the Word of God. And I think it's also important to know how to hear from Him and how to receive truth from Him straight from, you know, through the Holy Spirit and to write those things down and to have them with you, to carry them with you, to be able to pull those out in a moment's notice of saying, wait, that thought just popped back up. No way, I'm pulling this out and we'll speak it out loud. We just talked about the importance of speaking the truth of the word of God out loud is so important and so powerful. Um, And that's just a daily practice. And um, so that would be, I mean, as far as practical takeaways, I don't, you know, for today and everything we've covered, I think that would be a really um, great practice for, you know, for everyone to do, to take stock of like, what have I been letting swirl around in my mind? And are there some things that I need to actually take captive and wrangle them and be like, nah, I'm kicking you out. And here's what I'm going to replace you with. It's not, Mm -hmm. it's not just about kicking out the lies. It's about replacing them with truth. Um, And so I think that could be a really easy, practical takeaway from today. Yeah, that's so good. I love it. Well, this is where we're headed, guys. So we hope you're encouraged and we have more to come. So stay tuned as we dive in together this month on mental health awareness. We'll see you next time. We're so glad you joined us today. 
we'd love for you to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. You can also find previous episodes there. Mercy Multiplied is a nonprofit organization completely funded by our donors. We're incredibly grateful and couldn't do what we do without them. If you want to find out more how you can partner with us financially, head over to mercymultiplied.com. <laughs>